Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> I actually can't remember. Should I hit play on one of them? Yeah, please, because I actually can't remember. <laughs> I can't either. <laughs> like, my mind is completely blank. Mine too. Let's try this Glitz Girl reunion one. Okay, there we go, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Did you get that? Yeah, yeah, I got it. Okay. You ready? So, three, two, one. You're listening to Petty Little Things with your hosts, Victoria Secret and Davina Divine. Hey, petty Hi, petty bitches. bitches. This is Davina Devine. And this is Victoria's Secret. And we are back, 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 back. We are back. We are back in body, <laughs> mind, <laughs> and spirit. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I am literally, like, holed up in bed. Literally, I just have the microphone positioned to my mouth. <laughs> are you actually lying in bed? Yeah, and I have. I'm literally, like, having the full-on Mariah Carey experience. I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm taking this easy. <laughs> Fair. I only woke up and I did an interview for um something that you did on Friday, and it was about coming out. And I literally was only awake, and I was like, how am I talking about something so heavy? And I've just woke up. <laughs> I know, like, my eyes have just opened and you're straight into the media one. Well, it's nice to be back. It's, well, like, per se, I don't really feel like we've, we're back. It doesn't feel like we've gone anywhere. No, we definitely didn't go anywhere because we're not allowed to travel outside of our five kilometers. I know, the joys of lockdown. We're still in it, still surviving. Heartbeat is still going. 
I've missed doing it. this, to be honest. Like, at first, I was like, okay, we, we need a month off. Like, we were feeling very sorry for ourselves in December. We were like, we need time off. And then we got the time off, and you and me were like, so what do we do? <laughs> I know. It's, uh, do you know what it is, though? It's, I think, even still being locked down and doing this kind of stuff, whatever it is from home, it's just, it's just not very fulfilling in any way. And it's yeah. like, the more it goes on, it's a nice little bit of interaction. I miss the interaction with people, but it's, it's really tough. It's, yeah. it's, takes the enjoyment out of it. Yeah. Well, we, we've dipped our big toe. We're back doing little live shows and let's like get into it. There's so much we've missed over the last two months. Actually, there's been so many times yes. where I was like, Oh, I wish we were doing the podcast. I'd love to talk about that right now i know and let alone our rotters of i don't even want to say rotters of the week like there's been so many rotters <laughs> my phone i nearly had to upgrade the memory on the phone because there's been that many rotters so my <laughs> list is pumping well why don't we start with a bit of a catch-up on tv because we both just watched something this weekend um which was the framing britney spears documentary which only just yes. came out hashtag free britney mm. Mm. Uh, I enjoyed it. I um, I watched it live when it went out on. I think it was like I, I think it was Friday, whatever, whenever it was. But apparently they've done a series, so I'm curious to see what other episodes that they have in that series. It's the New York Times presents. Yeah. So I don't know what else they've done. Oh, okay. but it sounds sounds like it'd be right up my street. Well, firstly, Felicia, her assistant with the yes. with the gorge fringe. I'm a bit obsessed with her. I was like, oh my god, she, I need Felicia in everything. She was so country, wasn't she? Wasn't she? Yeah, very Southern, like, auntie. Uh, I enjoyed her. She was kind of one of the best parts. of. But, I, like, I, there was just, there was nothing really new. But what did strike me was, do you remember when Britney was going through all that, like, heavy stuff back? Yeah. Because I always remember it was, um, I was used to read Perez Hilton, like, every day. Yeah, me too. The Perez Hilton blog. And I remember thinking, she's not going to make it out this year. No. Like, I remember thinking, she's going to, like, she's definitely going to die young. She was just, it was just going that way. And I'm glad it didn't, obviously, and that she kind of turned it around. But it was scary. Touch and go there for a while, I think, for her. And it was so bad. So bad. And watching the documentary, all I could think of was like, like, you know when you've had a little day yourself where you're actually really not in the best of it, you've had a really rough week with whatever's going on. Can you imagine that matched with all those flashes going off in your face, which must be scary as it is. And then, like, people laughing at you on telly. And we Mm. were, we were those people reading Perez Hilton and now I'm like looking at it going, oh my God, that Perez Hilton website was scum, like, when you think about it. Yeah, it really was. Like, but, but, you know, gossip in, in, all kind of forms i suppose is but like that's it's a big such such a big business yeah like you know those photographers like they those photos put them put their kids through college you know that kind of way 100 percent. do you think she's gonna get out of that that what's it called conservatorship i think eventually she will um i don't like that dad at all there's just something real sinister about him like I don't know. Even when he was making the grits, mm. I'm like, che- he's like, cheesy grits. A girl loves cheesy grits. Mm. And I was like, oh, I was like, I wouldn't eat those grits. I was like, <laughs> he's like, God, God knows what he's putting in Brits grits. <laughs> but then you think of it like Beyonce got rid of her dad. All these like crazy dads in the background that are like looming out for what they can get. Until yeah, we have out. we have crazy we have crazy dads as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. My dad just gets slippers at Christmas. It's totally fine. He's not getting nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious uh yeah but it was a great documentary very salacious i, I kind of can't get over the, the justin timberlake stuff yeah okay what did you make of that 
Um, I like I remember even at the time, like they were kind of trying to allude like that um Justin was kind of slut shaming her and the media kind of was, which is kind of true. It's it is like a the boys' world in that way, like you know, the girls are the girls are slut and the, the fella is like top dog, you know, it's which is really unfair because yeah. no one knows what went on there and he should have actually been gentlemanly enough to just put the you know or either say nothing or put the record straight and he yeah. didn't either yeah and he had marketing people in his ear as well though do you know what i mean like absolutely like the root of it is hollywood is evil for sure yeah so well it, it's what they it's show business they're not in it to make friends mm. <laughs> um come here so everyone obviously got obsessed with bridgerton over january except you um and yeah. it's kind of old news, but I was thinking about it yesterday because I was listening to someone else talk about it. We mm-hmm. had Nicola Coughlin, who is basically one of the leads in Bridgerton. Uh, I won't yeah. ruin it for you. Her part is huge in it. Don't worry, I won't be watching it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was chasing her um, to do an interview with us for the podcast at yeah. the time when she was in the middle of recording Bridgerton. Yeah. And only now I watch it and realise what a huge, huge worldwide show it was. And here's me going, ah, come on, Nicola, come on, get on the podcast, you'll be grand. Get your wig <laughs> off, you'll be totally fine. <laughs> well, she did it, that's the main thing. So oh, fair play to her for getting in and, and doing it. Yeah, and her, like, her agent, who was like organising her schedule and stuff like that, lovely, really sound, but I felt kind of bad when I saw how big the show was. Oh, but they do loads of press and loads of interviews like that. Um, so I'm sure she's probably well used to it by now. Mm, fair. Um, yeah, no, it, it seems to have done really well. I just don't like those period style, like, Downton Abbey vibes or, oh, you know, Emma, Jane Eyre. No, not for me. What era is that, actually? Um, it's in an era, which I have no idea. So, yeah, I have no idea, to be honest. But I loved it. It's it's actually high drag. The costumes, the wigs, yeah. the lot. Loved every bit of it. Um, did you watch It's a Sin? No, I didn't watch that either, actually, to be honest. And I love Russell T. Davis. Mm. And I loved Queer as Folk. And I will watch this. And I'm going to save it till after the pandemic. Because I just can't deal with the emotional heaviness of it. Mm. <laughs> like, And I knew it was going to be that way. When I first kind of thought I, was, I thought it was going to be you know, just in another gay show. But then when I knew it was all about the AIDS thing in in London in the 80s and all that, it's just, it's too heavy mentally for me right now. I need to keep things light and just fluffy. Like, more of the Britney shit. Give me that. Yeah. (laughs) I know it's more light. That's not light. (laughs) Well, it's it's celebrity totter and I'm down for that. I'm just not into, like, hearing about more people dying or sickness or I I want to keep it light. I can tell you I watched the first three episodes and... I thought I was going to binge it. I watched two the first day it came out, and then the third one I was like, it took me a week to get around to watching it because I was like, it's it's heavy. Like, it is heavy. So I think yeah. if you're not feeling that moment right now, you made the right choice. Yeah, like, I'll come back to it definitely because I, I think his stuff is brilliant and Queer's Folk is iconic. Yeah, I'll save. I'll, I'll put pin in it for now. But I did watch uh, a documentary about Taboo, about Boy George's musical, which was set, they were all in around that time, which oh. was a bit more slapstick and a bit more kind of like camp scene, scene vibes. Yeah. Did yeah. I send it to you? Did you watch it? I actually haven't watched it yet. I thought I had You'll watched it, it before, but I'd watched something else that was similar to that. And they were talking about kind of like the scene just before all that kind of the AIDS epidemic broke out. Um, and it was just about their kind of rise to fame, like the new romantics and all that kind of stuff, which was actually kind of gas. And just yeah. 
a little lighter. Yeah, this yeah. Time and year. a good camp time as well, do you know the kind of way? Yes, absolutely. We've obviously been watching Real Housewives, and we're not going to get into that too much right now because um, our very special guest is from the Real Housewives. To be honest, we're a bit shook that we have her. She will be mm. on in the episode later on. It is New Jersey's Realist Housewife, a.k.a. Margaret Josephs. Yes, the powerhouse of pigtails herself. <laughs> Davina's new bestie. And uh, at this point, it's probably a good time to announce that we are launching our first uh, Patreon uh, for the podcast. Now, what can you expect on the Patreon? There is a ton more content. Everything from video to bonus episodes. Um, you'll get extra parts of the interviews with the special guests that we uh, didn't get time to put into this episode. Plus, mm. when it stops recording with the special guests, we get into what we made of it, what we really thought, how it all went, and other topics that are just that bit too hot for the main podcast that we can only share in private. So how to burn your eardrums. <laughs> so you can uh, head over to patreon.com forward slash pay little things pod and check it out. Do 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 that. <laughs> <laughs> do, do 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 that. Lovely little stutter. Uh, just to say, actually, do you know, so today is Thursday, obviously, and the new uh, podcast, are, and you know it's Chinese New Year's Eve. <gasps> I don't. Yes, it's Chinese New Year's Eve. So I was brushing up my Chinese uh, earlier on. Zini Kwa Nau. Does that mean Happy <laughs> New Year? Again. Zini Kwa Anua is Happy New Year in Chinese. And yeah, it's Year of the Ox that we're going into now, and we have come out of Year of the Pig. Oh. No, Year the Pig, sorry, Year the Pig was 2019. Okay. So, let me see. I think it was, yeah, year, we're in Year of the Ox now. Okay. So, uh, I had to laugh because... 2020 said, doesn't get a year, by the way. She's, we don't know her. Well, it's, I think 2020 should be left out on you. Yeah. Let me see. I'm going to just Google 2020 that. was the Year of the Pig extended. <laughs> Literally, 2020. What year, what year were you born in? I think I was the Year of the Rat. Uh, yeah, sorry, that was, yeah, it was the Metal Rat was last year. The Metal Rat? Yeah, so the Metal Rat, that's what happens when they come around, like, I think it's every 12 years or something. Okay. So they, like, it's a Metal Ox this year. Okay. Let me see, but check this out. When I was doing a bit of research and I was just reading about all the years, um, it said, according to the Chinese Zodiac, 2019 is year of the pig. Though this might sound promising to all pig signs... People born in blah, 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 all the years of the pig. It turns out that the stars might actually hold some trouble for pigs in 2019. <laughs> How right were they? <laughs> 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 Fucking COVID-19 here, of course. There was a, a pig lady. For the pigs. Yeah, so happy Ch- happy Chinese New Year to everyone over in Asia. It's yeah. not just the Chinese that celebrate, apparently. But uh, it looks like a fabulous two weeks of celebrations and... I'd love to be celebrating something. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you two things. Firstly, we're huge in Asia. So to all our Asian fans, yeah. Happy New Year. Um, and secondly, we actually do have listeners in the Philippines. Secondly, yeah. uh, Chinese New Year kind of messes with drag orders every year. And that is something I, I'm not happy about. So to if be you honest, ordered it, that's what... Go on. That's what made me. That's what made me uh, think about this. <laughs> that... Right, the wig, um, the wig manufacturers' clothes. If you're looking to get any gorgeous new uh, dresses or jewels on Ali, yeah, think again, girl, because you ain't getting nothing. Or just kind of like put your orders to March, like order in March. Yeah, because there'll be a backlog now. Very that. So no new lace fronts. Actually, there's been a wig shortage this whole last year anyway. So. 
Uh, well, except in this household. <laughs> 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 Come here, let's get into some salacious stories. Uh, we missed the Hilaria Baldwin thing, which I was fascinated about. I was sending you all the clips about Hilaria, who mm. was the alleged pretend Spanish woman uh, married to Alec Baldwin. Um, she just restarted her Instagram th- as of this week. Did you see the post? No, she's not really on my radar. Like, it's only kind of when you sent me that lady, Tracy, who's kind of doing these deep dives on people that it was just kind of, like, ironically enough, it was kind of hilarious. Like, the whole thing was just ridiculous. Yeah. Hilarious Baldwin. (laughs) It was when she said on, like, live TV, um, how do you say this? Um... Tomato? In English. Tomato? Cuc- yeah, in English. I'm like, cucumber. <laughs> cucumber. That's what it is. Girl, you grew up in Boston. Like, get a grip. So bizarre. Like, so strange. And I don't even know what the point of it was. Oh, no. I, I think as well, like, because the Americans are, like, fascinated with, like, the evil Angorias. Um, what's your woman name from Modern Family? Um, oh, she's gorge, glam. Um, I know the when you talk. I know the girl you're talking about, Sofia Vergara. Yes. Oh, they just love her, and I feel like it almost felt like she was trying to cash in on that kind of vibe. But that's like authentic to them. Yeah, and I think as well though she wasn't she saying that she was from Spain. So I think, like you know, if you're European over in America, you're just a little bit more exotic. Yeah. Because let's face it, they ain't very exotic over there. No, no they're <laughs> let's not. Let's just put that out there. They're not. And um, in other salacious news, uh, Ginny Lemon, I know you're not watching RuPaul's Drag Race UK, but um, in this week's uh, episode, Ginny Lemon uh, made it into the bottom two and thought, fuck this, I'm not lip syncing. So the lip sync starts. She gestures her hands up into the air like she's about to start performing, turns around, laughs, waves at the judges and fucks off the main stage and was like, I'm knackered. I'm going home. That's what she said to the camera. Is that what happened? That is. Now, there was rumours that she'd told the judges, you know, basically to F off. And those rumours have been going for months now. It even ended up uh, in the press as well. Um, yeah. Whether that happened or not, they might have re-edited it. I'm not sure. But there was definitely a moment. Yeah, because I, I was aware of Ginny. Like, I've, I've seen her on Instagram and stuff. And you told me that that was coming up. So I was just wondering if it was actually going to be shown. Yeah, no middle finger was flipped, no rude uh, rude words were said, like, on, like, the actual episode that went out. I don't know if anything actually did happen. Oh, that's a shame. It would have made it a bit more in- interesting. They should do that, like, no holds barred, like, just not edit the show mm. and let drag queens go to town. Mm-hmm. That That is a show I'd watch. Oh, well, they did in the US version last week. Two girls went absolutely, like, bad girls club on each other. Absolutely in each other's facing. They were going to, like, oh, basically a kick fight? the head off each other. No punches were thrown, but, like, it was very heated like we could never oh and was, was that in front of you or in the work room no in the work room oh see you, you need like you need them to just like f- cause murder with rue that's what you really want <laughs> you want someone to throw a chair like at least like come on like there's enough reality tv gone they need to like up the ante now on this show mm, fair fair and you know who i would have a fight with at the moment who? Any single Australian drag queen flaunting their freedom in my face on their Instagram as they move freely through crowds, up on real stages, performing while, like, I'm in my sitting room still a year later. I know, I know. And as much as I did not like Australia, the, th- the trip, the thoughts of a trip there is something that really appeals to me at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Should we do it? Should we just go and pay the three grand to, like, isolate for two weeks and get back to work in Australia instead? 
Do you know, at least we'd be isolating like a nice hotel. <laughs> it'd feel like a little holiday. I'd even go just to isolate in the hotel and come back. <laughs> fair, very fair. Right, that's it, girls. We're taking the podcast to um, Australia. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you again when we're, whenever we're back, whenever that's going to be. From Kerry Katona virus. <laughs> come here, it's only six days until my hair transplant, girl. Oh, very good. Are you excited? I'm a little bit nervous because, I mean, the recovery, uh, like, okay, do you bruise easily? Uh, it depends where. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a, I'm a bruiser, I'm a bleeder, I'm all of You're those things. You're a bruiser, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and as it gets closer, well, firstly, I have to go teetotal for the week before it. I'm not allowed oh. to wear hats for the week before it. Canc- cancel the hair transplants. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know, like, it just feels like, and I'm also gearing up for the, for the, you know, recovery part. It's not nice. I had a did I ever show you these pictures from when I was recovering the last time? No. Well, I had a golf ball size um, swelling on my forehead that moved from the top of my head all the way down until it was like in between my eyes. So I looked like Star Trek, one of those mad like characters that they'd find. I can see why you didn't show me that picture. <laughs> <laughs> you would have got artistic and, on it. And tell me this, like... So will you have loads of bald spots on your back then? From there? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is a different one. Now, I'll get into it properly because I think we're going to have um, yes. the surgeon on to talk about it. And maybe some of you guys might want to come on and share your hair stories again. But at present, I'm just feeling a bit nervous again. I don't fancy this. I'm really not looking forward to it. But also, well, I don't want to be baldy. people... We know a couple of people that have had hair transplants and I think the recovery process is different for some. Like um, sometimes people swell up around the brows and then some people swell up around the, the neck. So I think it's the first 24 hours after it can go either way. So hopefully yeah. you might have a different experience this time, you know. Oh, do you think my bum is going to swell this time and I'll end up with a big J-Lo ass? <laughs> you might end up with actually a normal arse <laughs> and you'll just be swollen. <laughs> I won't be padding next year, hun. Oh, look at my bum. <laughs> I'll not be the dream. You won't know yourself in your River Island jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Boot cut like Meredith Marks. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah. Hey Ricky. <laughs> um I need to admit something to you. I broke oh, a rule god. yesterday. What did you do? Right, so there's this delicious Chinese that's over by my mom's, but it's not within my 5k. And I woke up yesterday and I was like, oh, do you know what? You've been like amazing this week. You're just like a great person. You deserve that Chinese. So I rang that Chinese and I drove over and got it. Now it's, I mean, it's just outside the 5k, but I deserved it. You drove one 5k, 15k for that Chinese. There's, you would have, would have gone to China for New Year's for that Chinese, let's face it. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. But uh, do I regret no, it? No. No. And there's leftovers in the fridge for lunch today? Oh, very good. Well, I've been trying to kind of like cook at home mm-hmm. and actually just like, I'm, to be honest, purely out of boredom. Like to make the days have a bit of structure. Yeah. So just to like, you know, I'm going to, what am I going to make today? And turns out I'm actually not a bad cook. I'm yeah. like... I'm surprised myself because I kind of hate saying that because I feel like then people will be like, oh, well, you could cook. And I'm like, no, I, I like saying I can't cook and I can't drive, you know, things like that. Because mm-hmm. then, then you don't have to do it. So when are you having me over? Uh, when the restrictions are lifted. <laughs> mm. I'll get a COVID so, test, babe. It'll be fine. 
Yeah, do you know what? Actually, I'll just get, I'll order from that Chinese and have it delivered to you. <laughs> if you're coming over, I'll pay for it. Okay, what, it what's your you. dish? What's Davina's dish of the day then? What is her, like, absolute best dish? Oh, at the moment? Mm. Oh, I've just been doing a lot of, like, like just steamed fish and veg and, like, nothing, like, I'm not doing, like, a la carte, you know, early bird specials or anything. Like. So basically nothing with any taste, is that what you're trying to say? Oh, no. See, that's the thing. No, I've actually been making things very flavorsome. But a lot of my cooking every guesswork. So <laughs> there's been hit and miss moments, which I'm down with. No measures here. None whatsoever. Listen, I don't measure anything. You know, I don't measure anything. You've seen me in action at that bar. <laughs> yeah, I can actually confirm that. Your measures are very strong. Yeah. So I like a bit of taste and I like to be poisoned when I drink. So... Yeah, so I don't do anything by halves. Well, speaking of things that you uh, shouldn't eat, like you're cooking, uh, it was snowing earlier outside my window. Was it snowing down by you? Oh, no, I'm in the Bahamas. (laughs) 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 Uh, It was kind of like sleety. I was given the windows evils. I was like, don't you stick. Don't you stay around. I do not like the snow at all. Yeah, I don't think it'll stick. I don't think it's around for the long haul. The only reason I used to like the snow was because you could call in sick to work. That was it. And now I've nowhere to call in sick to because the world has called in sick on me. <laughs> it's like when we were doing that show last week and you thought I was going to fall asleep and not turn up for the live show. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. I really, really thought that. <laughs> I was very hungover. It was touch and go. And I thought to myself, I'll just have a little nap. I was in drag and I just lay down with like hands across chest like a vampire. And I thought... I'll just have a little nap. And then I thought, oh, God, imagine I didn't wake up and you were waiting to go on. And I just wasn't there. <laughs> and you know what? Part of me didn't care either. <laughs> oh, my God. That's too funny. So I did think, do I know any of Davina's neighbours? Like that I could ring them and say, oh, just knock on her door there. Wake her up there, lazy bitch. But I don't <laughs> because I don't even know my own neighbours, let alone yours. Do you remember when sometimes we'd be doing bingo and Dolly wouldn't show up and we'd be like, wait, and we'd be like, where's Dolly? And we'd have to send a search party out to Dolly's house. (laughs) Do you remember that? I remember one time we had to send Connor Bean. Connor Bean was covering for, I think, Karen. So Connor had to fly over. Dolly lived close to George and didn't know what apartment she lived in, though. So had to ring all the bells. (laughs) (laughs) Did it work? So she answered. Eventually, he like was like, "Hi, is this?" Um, and then I think Connor forgot what Dolly's real name was, so it was like, <laughs> so it was like, "Is that Dolly?" And uh, they, someone eventually was like, "No, apartment three or whatever." And eventually, just kept ringing number three, three, three. Uh, 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 hello. So yeah, that was hilarious. I'm sure if Dolly's listening, you'll remember those days, Dolly. You'd be dying for one of those buzz calls now. Right, well, let's start with the facts. Dolly's not listening, okay, girl? <laughs> she does. She does. Dolly, Dolly's been listening for the last couple of episodes. Oh, okay, okay. We've been, we converted her, didn't we? She's nothing yeah. else to do, clearly, so she's finally yeah. given. We've actually grinded her down. She's finally given in and listened. <laughs> My favourite would have been, like, when it was getting close to maybe, like, the half, seven, eight o'clock mark, and yeah. she hadn't shown up yet, and you just feel a moment and you're going... Oh God, is she going to make it? Because you know, if Dolly doesn't make it and there's one less person on the show, you've got to do yeah. an extra number. <laughs> you got a graft. You got a graft. So you want Dolly there so you don't have to sweat that bit more by doing an extra number. Absolutely. <laughs> well, that's all on my uh, list of stories for today. Yeah, me too. Like, um, there's just, it's, it's, it's been a very uneventful and we have been kind of taking it easy. So it's, 
we're getting back into the swing of things now and things should start moving in the next couple of weeks so hopefully we have more to discuss yep that's right and still to come we have got all your cringy valentine slash romantic stories that you wanted to share you fools on our podcast so we'll be reading those out next plus sharing some of our own stories so stay tuned So we're back and we have reached out to you guys. It is Valentine's weekend this weekend, everybody's favourite holiday. And it's actually the first kind of holiday of the calendar, really, isn't it? First, um, Valentine's is the first how thing. How dare you? How dare you overlook our sister Bridget and St. Bridget's oh, Day? St. Bridget's Day, how could I forget? <laughs> and the crosses well, she makes, how dare you? Oh, St. Frigis, God rest her soul. Yeah, so we it's, that, of course, is the first. Actually, do you know what I was wondering? Why, does, why is that not a, a holiday, like a proper holiday, like Paddy's Day? Yeah, because she's a woman, clearly. You know what this country's like, say no more. Like, it's it's very similar. It, to be honest, it's actually a bit more interesting because, like, those shamrock badges are shite on Paddy's Day. I'd much <laughs> rather do one of those glam crosses. <laughs> well, you'll be glad to know that for the second year in a row, Patrick's Day is cancelled. So, thank God we're not we're neither a fan of of Patrick's Day, but we do like to get a Paddy's Day drunk. Yeah. But we just don't like the messiness of of city centre. Yeah, and I'd murder a gig right now in real life, so I'm fucking raging. Well, we were hoping, but sure. Listen, uh, as I said, it is Valentine's Day this weekend, so we have reached out to you and we've asked you for your funniest or your cringiest kind of romantic moments, and we did get a good response on fun things. Oh, really? So. Fun. <laughs> Tell us, so tell us uh, some of the people that reply to you, and I'll give you some mind then. Okay, my first one, short, sweet, and straight to it, but I love this. It's from Insta Ryan Grams, and uh, they said on a first date, he said I was looking slimmer than my pics. Then he <gasps> said, yeah. Then he said he preferred me fat. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I think I'd kiss him right there, and then I'd be like, oh, thank you so much. See you later, hun. Bye. Oh my god! Have you noticed lately? Now this is a this is now between me and you. This is a very um, sensitive topic, okay. I suppose, for us at the moment. Um, there are some people I think that like it, like a bit of weight really suits them. Yeah, and then sometimes it's like you know when they would lose a lot of weight quick. Yeah, they don't look as as hot as they did when like you know there's a little bit of something something going on. Yeah, I kind of get that. You know what? Everyone is so different. I have to say, the last year has been a challenge to try and not turn into the 50-ton woman, okay? So yeah. anyone, whatever they're feeling, as long as they're feeling fab, who gives a fuck, do you know that kind of way? Yeah. It's just so funny, though. You know when you see um, people like that have lost so much weight and they literally just look like a completely hags. different person? They look hags. Sometimes yeah. it, it, a little bit of weight keeps people looking young. That's what I mean. It's like, um, it's like plump is kind of like they have a little glow. I like, I like a little weight. Oh, I, I like in, in a fella, I like a little belly. Like yeah. I do enjoy that. And I think it's, it definitely keeps you like younger looking. I definitely think because I think the more like you can look a little gaunt, let's just say. So eat that tin of roses that you're, that's haunting yeah. you since Christmas. Don't eat deny, don't, don't deny yourself. Mm, uh, let one. me see. Stumps121 said, my ex for some reason marked each month of our relationship with a rubber duck. I have second seven rubber ducks. <laughs> so every month there will be like a rubber duck and there will be either like, I asked for more information. Yeah. And she said there would be either like, you know, ducky socks or a ducky calendar or, but for no reason, like it didn't make any sense. 
Right. <laughs> like, let's start with not... the facts. Let's start with the facts. Your ex is the killer. They're going to be on a Netflix documentary very soon. Anyone who is doing that, they're the killer. You know they're the killer. Like, they're going to be in a screen movie, something like that. No, what's so random, isn't it? It's creepy. Like, no. Like, it, did, did, did the ex call that person Ducky or something? No, just bizarre. Go ahead, give us another one there. Okay. Uh, this is from Huckle underscore 89. Um, his boyfriend wanted to bring him on a double date to the cinema so that they could meet... Uh, his parents. At the cinema? Yeah. I'm guessing this was pretty early days. What? First off, the cinema is a shit date. That's a really bad date. And why would you, like, meeting someone in a cinema? That's bizarre. Do you think it was a dirty movie? I hope it was, because that's the only thing that saved that fucking date. Oh, <laughs> it's always a dirty movie when uh, Davina takes you to the cinema, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And then sneak into another one for free after. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, what's your next one? Uh, Marty McGregor sent me one saying, uh, a rotten silver chain bracelet from Argos, my first Dublin boyfriend. Absolute skank, young love, thought it'd last forever. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth Duke's finest. You can't be a piece of jewellery from Argos. Oh, you really can't. People were so into that, weren't they? Yeah, and it's it's iconic. Like, it's definitely something that you could keep to give to the grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have one here from Ross. Okay, Ross said, Went home with this guy one night in the George. Didn't even like him. Just one of those nights. Anyway, in the morning, he sang me a song with his guitar. And then he wrote me a poem on his typewriter. Uh, he also wrote it to Roy, which is not my name. Oh, my I, gosh. <laughs> I wanted the ground to swallow me. <laughs> Oh my god, Roy! Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. That's so random. Like, do you think this person that they went home with was like Jessica Fletcher, who still has a typewriter? It always reminds me of that movie Misery. You yes. know, your woman. I'm your number one fan, and then she breaks his ankles. Yes, bizarre. <laughs> And also, just like around Valentine's Day, that's just so strong. Yeah. Well, Ross has horrible ankles anyway, so like you know, they could do it a break. Brian Flanagan said, wrote Valentine's cards to each other in the same room with our backs turned to each other. <laughs> that is, that's high romance. Like, that is high-key romance at its best. Bizarre, bizarre. But I'm sure it's very romantic all the same. I mean, that's like a back-to-back chair wank, right? It's the same thing, except yeah. <laughs> with pens. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. Karen. Uh, Karen's is a little bit of a longer one. She said, oh my God, this just made me remember such an uncomfortable situation in college. One of my housemates was in a relationship with a guy for a number of years. His family were all very close and had gone on a number of big family holidays where literally all his relatives and their parents would fly out. My housemate was not into that kind of thing. Same, by the way, same, and had made it very clear. So it was coming up to Christmas, and she knew he was going to take her somewhere as her Christmas gift. She was thinking a city break, because they'd gone on plenty together before, just the two of them. For luck, the boyfriend had contacted another one of my housemates to run his idea past her, to which she told him not to tell her about it in front of either of their families, and to talk to her immediately. Freaked out, her boyfriend told her on Christmas Eve that he'd paid a ton of money on a holiday to Orlando where they'd be joining his entire family on a two-week holiday. To make matters worse, she had also explicitly told him that a trip to Orlando was her idea of a nightmare holiday. She said, well, you can find someone else to bring. 
and didn't speak to him all over Christmas or New Year's. And when the poor chap used to come to visit us, she told us to get the door because she would be in her room. I would have cackled at the sheer clueless on his face if it wasn't so stiffingly awkward in the house that night. Needless to say, they never went on that holiday and he learnt a very expensive lesson. Fair play to her. I like that she stuck to her guns. She's very you, to be fair. Yeah, I was look. I was thinking. I was like, if you say you're not going to do something, and then they get it for you, no, it's a no. That's a deal breaker. Yeah. Now you've been to Orlando. I've never been. What's it like? That was actually a, night- a nightmare holiday as well because the hurricane, one of those, um, like I think it was Hurricane Irma or something, yeah. was coming at that time. So I was only um technically in Orlando for a day trip. So <laughs> it, uh, yeah, I had to come back straight away. Yeah, you were there. Was it even two days? Um, oh, no, I think I was like three days or something. But I one day of just like actual relaxing, one day to get there, one day to relax. Then the hurricane was going to come, and then I had to leave like on the Thursday, and I arrived on Monday. So. It was literally a whistle stop tour. You're like JLo flying all over the world like that. I was. Gas. Okay, give us another one. Oh, actually, uh, a very good friend of mine uh, had a very romantic date before. Now, he didn't even write this out to me because he just reminded me about this. So he sent this in, but I have not in quite detail. Basically, met this guy from Gator. Mm-hmm. went on a first date when he met him was nothing like the picture that he had sent mm-hmm. and basically as soon as they met up gave him a big bunch of flowers oh, and a hug and a hug <laughs> and then nestled into him on the walk they went for like a little walk along the promenade and literally was nestled in like they'd been together for years like an old age pensioner couple and basically it was like the cringiest most awkward thing ever and I think there was chocolates involved as well so yeah and that person uh is still around to this day i think yes. person did, i think person did drag as well by the way <laughs> oh okay i want to know who that is after this mm-hmm. um okay next one for me is from tone rings first date with the ex i fell up going this up the steps in the cinema my popcorn and drink spilt all over the place now i have to say that's one of my biggest fears in the cinema is tripping with your popcorn and your drink and the whole cinema watching and laughing at you yeah there's nothing like falling in front of people no not at all okay what's your next one Uh, eyelash mk said i couldn't buy you anything so i just have a hug (laughs) said that to him let me see jane wants a new username (laughs) on instagram jane said a guy gave me a beautiful gucci perfume and a whip and she wasn't even dating him. <laughs> so I said, well, what did I, I said, well, what did you like? If you weren't dating him, what did you say? And she said, get off my property. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I like that. 
That's a and she, she said she ran into him um, a little while later and they were on the bus. Mm. They were just chatting and, you know, chatting away. And then he just said to her, so do you ever use that whip? <laughs> and she was like, weirdest person ever. So Jane, shout out to you. I kind of do want to know if she used the whip though. Um, I, my guess is probably no. <laughs> <laughs> Jane's going to have another new username after this. <laughs> mm. um, okay, Shan Whelan said, cringiest thing ever for me is the fact I met my future wife on first poxy dates. First dates? Yeah. they actually TV was, show? Oh, yeah. that's pretty good. It's pretty good. I'd never thought anyone met anyone on that TV show. I actually filmed something for that production company that's coming up. It's, I think it's going to be on TV actually in February, okay. maybe March. And they, they're the same production company that do first dates and I was asking a lot of questions about first dates and just about how it goes and you, they said a lot of people get stood up there's an awful lot of um, arguing over money oh as in like who's gonna pay yeah that's, that's like a big thing because that's a lot of stuff that doesn't get actually to TV yeah. and they do they do it two ways so you're either gonna be a couple that's featured or you're like a background dater mm. and I think they're given like 25 euros or something towards their meal if it, whatever the difference is they have to pay the difference but it's always like who is gonna pay and will they pay and some girls always expect the guys to pay. Yeah. And then some guys actually just want the women to pay. So there's always murder, apparently. Money is bloody messy. But I firmly believe if you asked someone on the date, then you should be willing to cough up. Do you know the kind of way? Now, I wouldn't expect someone to. But if you asked the person out, I'm like, okay, you're taking me out. Do you know that kind of way? Yeah. Absolutely. That's I g- agree. That keeps it kind of cleaner. I, I've never really watched First Dates because I find it a bit too cringe, especially mm-hmm. the Irish one. But like, I'm impressed. If you found your wife on First Dates, go you. I remember working in Wright's Cafe Bar one night and this girl told a story. I, I think I was asking for embarrassing stories. And uh, some fella had taken her to the cinema and mm-hmm. arrived with like a, like, a, like a bag full of coins to buy the cinema tickets with. Oh my God. Yeah. Like small oh, coins. Station. And she had to stand there while he counted out like 20s, 10s and 50s. Oh, no. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) No, no, no. From my end, I don't think I have ever really had anything super cringy. At least anything, not that I can say on this because they probably listen. But I do remember getting like a gift basket off one person who definitely doesn't listen to this podcast. I can say it. And it had a big stuffed cuddly toy. Now... I had, like, gotten a, a nice normal present for that person. And I just mm. remember thinking, what, like, about me says cuddly toy? Like... I know. You know me a long time. Like, yeah. where would that cuddly toy go? Oh, I know. I'm not into cuddly toys at all. I just find there's such a waste of space. Yeah. <laughs> dust, dust gatherers. Dust gatherers. <laughs> it lived in the George, I think, for a year until we had to um, do a clear out. And I can report the cuddly toys in the bin now. Yeah, I'm not a fan of cuddly, cuddly toys at all. Or cuddly people. <laughs> to be Shut honest. up! If the man was right, you'd cuddle him no problem. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't think I've ever been given... A, do you know one thing that does really, like, I'm not a fan of? Mm. And I feel bad saying this because I know some people, like, non-romantically have given me things like this. But I'm just going to say it. Oh, go on. I'm not a fan of handcrafted things. Okay. I'm not a fan of somebody making something for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I like painting. Like, if somebody was to, like, I mean, I mean something very basic. some A card or something that they made for me. I'm not a fan of that. Do you oh. know what I mean? Oh, oh. I was yeah, once shots given. Shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> I was once given something, then you would hate this, um, which was a pop-up book. And the pop-up book was handmade 
Um, and it, oh, no. it detailed our first date and how we met. So what would you have done? Oh, like I've, uh, that's what I'm saying. I've been given things like that before and, and I always just accept it. I'm very polite, mm-hmm. but, oh, I just, I just don't like handcrafted things. <laughs> like, I like, I like mass produced shit <laughs> that has like, you know, no, no sustainability. Like I like loads of that shit. Like it's just yeah. no, unless like I've been given things like, you know, I remember I got this amazing painting once and it was actually fabulous. Like I actually hung at my house. Mm-hmm. It was fab, mm-hmm. but I don't like, if you're not really a good drawer, or really good at crafts, don't be making people shit. <laughs> really fucking annoying. Oh God, I do think about the Drag Race girls that got like a lot of like handmade stuff all the time. Oh, I think, how like, the hell are they going to like, where are they going to put it? You'd need a whole other house. I was going to say, like, you know, we get the, the paintings and the arts of done online. Like I yeah. love all that. That yeah. stuff's fab because it's actually like anything that you'd share is like, or print out or have. I love that. But I'm talking about, one thing I'm talking about in particular was like shitty cards just yeah. given to you yeah. a little like like lovey notes no not for me well what is the way into your heart like what would you like if someone was to be like do something for you or get something for you that you'd be like oh um just leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> okay like yeah like there's because i'm you know even with presence of like i'm just so self-sufficient that it's like there's nothing nobody could give me that i can't give myself and I mean that every way. So that needs to be like a Tinder bio or something. That needs to be uh-huh. that needs to be like a Tinder bio for sure. Yeah, like there's not like there's nothing I I crave from anyone. Mm. So that I can't even answer that. Like well, there's nothing that I want from anybody. Mine is thoughtfulness. If someone is just like really thoughtful, and it doesn't have to be like monetary. Like I'm like that. That makes me melt, kind of. See, I always think, and this is just the cynic of me, I always just think when someone does it, I'm like, this, what are they fucking after? I'm always like, oh, they want something. You won't so, get one over on me. Why? No. <laughs> no. There's always a motive. There's mm. always a motive. Very fair. Very fair. Um, okay. Well, that was our cringy little love fest moment. Thank you all for sending in your stories. Uh, we'll be in touch soon with more topics that we want to hear off you. Uh, what have we got coming up, Davina? Uh, we have Rodders of the Week and we also have the fabulous Powerhouse and Pigtails, Margaret Josephs from the Real Housewives of New Jersey. We'll be back after this. Okay, you guys, so we have a very special guest on our hands. She is the powerhouse in pigtails that rocks every season of The Real Housewives of New Jersey's. Please welcome, it is New Jersey's realest housewife, Margaret Josephs. Hi, Hi. Margaret. Margaret, we are so, so, so excited to have you on the podcast. Like, we are a massive, massive housewife fan and have been for yonks. So we're so thrilled that you agreed to give us, like, a minute of your time. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I love that you love me all the way from Ireland. I mean, yeah. I'm so excited. I can't believe it. I'm sure you get offered like all the time to come on podcasts. And we. I just thought, you know what? This is probably something a little bit different across the pond. A little bit of perspective, you know, like, you know, how the fans are like seeing over here what the vibe is. First of all, you're my people. I mean, uh. you I'm, I'm, I'm in full blonde drink myself. So. <laughs> we said that earlier. Yeah, we were literally. like, so many um, housewives over all the different franchises have gone to the gay bars or had queens at events and stuff. But we said this earlier. We were like, no, Margaret having queens at her party last season was so genuine. It felt like mm. so natural to you. I was like, she's an ally. She's one of the girls. It just I felt am. right. It just it, it wasn't like a setup party. It felt real. Yeah. 
No, it wasn't. I do it all the time on for years and years and years, and it's been my thing forever. And I've been such even as a little girl. When I'm going to send you guys my book when it comes out, Caviar Dreams. It was such like a part of my life growing up as well with Mark, you know, Crazy Mark Senior, and I. And I never knew anything different. Wow. So it was so sad to me um, as I grew up to find out that, you know, anybody in the LGBTQ community was discriminated mm-hmm. against or marginalized. I was gen- I was shocked, truthfully, mm-hmm. because yeah. I never knew anything different. So, yes, it was completely natural for me. Well, that's why it's so important to have, you know, allies like you who are on such major shows like you are. But I think we should get straight into it because I have seen the trailer for season 11, like Dangerous Rumors, Marriages Under Stress. And let's face it, the spirit of Joe Dudici is still in the background. Also, your tagline, I renovate, elevate, and sometimes I instigate. We love it. We love it. I know. know. Well, finally, well, the trailer says it all you would think coming out of covid and and filming the girls would be much calmer much sweeter but we were i think coming out of the quarantine we were like oh my god so happy to see each other and in two seconds it went absolutely insane i think you realize what's important in life what's not important in life and everybody was so raw so real mm. um saying whatever the fuck they wanted truthfully yeah <laughs> Baby doesn't always work because everybody was getting offended. So that's really what it was. And for my tagline, finally, you guys are going to get to see me renovate my (laughs) hundred. And Margaret, this so this is your fourth season, isn't it? This is your fourth. Yes, my fourth season. Yes. How does it feel like time wise? Does it feel like a lifetime, or does it feel like you know your first season was just a hot minute ago? It's funny. It feels like I've always been on the show, but then it feels like it went so quickly. Yeah, it, it's like, I can't believe it's my fourth season already, but it feels like I've always been here. Yeah, oh, like you, you fit in so naturally. I start kind of watching Housewives, like maybe season one, season two, back in the day, the Jersey Housewives, and then it kind of just went a bit skew, and I kind of just got a little bit bored with it. So I came back to it literally on Margaret's first season. Yeah. So oh, I've been okay. hooked. So I feel like I'm starting kind of fresh with you, um, oh, and I love thanks. like it's like just that was so iconic. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was just, you know, it was a natural fit for me. It was right timing. Obviously, you know, that crazy soggy flicker was not good for me. (laughs) It worked out out perfectly. I just rewatched that scene where you guys were doing some sort of like therapy session and you're reenacting the cake scene. And it's so iconic. But I mean... I mean, I'm expecting nothing less than that from season 11. I mean, the first episode is called See You Next Tuesday. So basically, I'm getting from that that it starts very chilled. You know, everyone's best friends. There's no murder going on. (laughs) Yeah, see you next Tuesday. I mean, that's exactly what you're going to get from it. It is so crazy. I could not believe I've seen the first episode, obviously. Yeah. Um, and we really see it at the same time that everybody else sees it, just like two days before you guys. Yeah. This is we're doing press and everything else. I was shocked. I was like, wow. I, I forgot this even happened. I can't believe it's the first episode. And it comes out with a bang. So everybody who has seen it, 
the uh, press and everyone else like this was the best first season episode of any franchise. Oh my god, so that's really. amazing! <laughs> I'm so excited. Uh, yeah, you guys are gonna love it. When know, does it come out in Ireland? Does it come out the same well, time? Well, it's the day TV? after. The Housewives over here is a really cult following because if you want to see the Housewives, there's a big like Housewife fan community. But you kind of we use this um, app called Hey You. And they have all the reality yes, shows. Hey you. you know, hey yes, you, yeah. Yes. yeah. So that's massive here. Whereas it's, it's it's like only shown on one TV channel. Like whereas in the states, I know it's on a few different things, and yeah, like it's massive. We it's, see it about, we're on, yeah, we're yeah. on Bravo. We're yeah. on Bravo. Yeah. We see it about six hours. <laughs> about six hours after Later. it shows in Amer- America, yeah. it's available in Ireland on Hey You. And every gay who's mm-hmm. worth their salt is on that app at nine a.m. waiting for the new episode to show. Uh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Can we I have to come to Ireland as soon as they open up travel. I'm coming. You guys have to host yes, me. Yes, absolutely. Margaret, you are on. You are on. <laughs> you have to bring Marge Senior, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Little Marge Senior. She, believe me, she'll be hanging on for dear life. She, she doesn't want me to go anywhere without her. Oh, she I wouldn't so say funny. so. Uh, what I was going to ask, though, you know, like when you see the episode for the first time, like, obviously that was filmed before. So does it kind of feel like like a distant memory that, you know, or what's it like seeing that back do you remember or does it feel a bit like... No, you remember. It's like reliving it. You have the same anxiety and stomach ache you have if something's going wrong. You have the same joy and laughter. Mm. It's a very weird feeling. Some okay. things you forget. You're like, I didn't say that. And yeah. then it's like, if it's coming out of your mouth, you de- you definitely said it. You forget a lot of things, but it's like almost reliving it. You, mm. But you have the same anxiety and panic if something goes wrong. It, it's fine. It's actually fine. Yeah. Unless like you, you look like shit. And you're like, oh my God, how did I wear that? <laughs> And actually, I forgot to do the back of my hair, you know, crazy <laughs> stuff like that. Did you find that, like, when you went, say, from uh, starting your first season as opposed to now, did you find that, like, is, do you treat it differently now than you did then? Or is it just the same? You know, I feel like I'm the same person since kindergarten. I treat it differently to the fact is, I realize what works for me. I would have got a mm. facelift anyway, but once you see yourself on, on TV, and I got on the show when I was 49, so now I'm 53, so... I was like, holy shit, you do look fatter on TV. I don't care what anybody says. Because when people see me in real life, they're like, wow, you look so much younger. Well, I did have a facelift, but they're like, wow, you're so much smaller. Definitely adds 10 or 15 pounds. Certain outfits do work for TV and certain don't. You know, I like to wear flowy. I'm always like, you know, very like a little bit of glamour. Yes. Yeah, very 70s. I'm very into the the glamour. Sometimes that stuff doesn't work. Yeah. And, and, you know, because you look like a house. But otherwise, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I'm just myself, whatever. Yeah. Like, even this season, I was like, if I didn't want to wear makeup, I didn't wear makeup. I, I try and be authentically, you know, it's yeah. my authentic life. I, I don't like to change it more than I normally, you know. I think that, well, from the housewives, like, that have stuck around and kind of the iconic housewives, like, that, that's kind of the ongoing theme, isn't it? It's like that they're like that all the time. It's like they're, they are yes. real as such. So exactly. I think it's not have to be. Yeah, it's not unusual for me to be spotted in the supermarket in my pajamas, but wearing a fur coat, eyelashes, and something. <laughs> you know, Same. I might be in my pajamas on the But you also say it how it is. Like, when I say we cackled for days yeah. after you described Jennifer's lip liner as a monkey's asshole, which, by the I way... Mean- I was there with you. I was sitting beside you. I was like, let's do shots after this comment has been made. Like, you say it how it is, and I really appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Well, when it was in my face like that, yeah. that was the first thing that came to mind. Like, <laughs> Melissa said to me, 
I go, that's what it looks like. Have you ever not seen a monkey's asshole? <laughs> the lips were so big. It was so outlined. I was so, like, she was so in my face. I was like, that really looks like a monkey's asshole. Why would I be jealous of that? Are you insane? I mean, come on. <laughs> you got to say it the way it is. I could move on from a comment, yeah. but, you know, you just got to call it the way it is. Yeah. Like, if I look like shit, someone should tell me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, uh, lots of the franchises have gone through so many changes, but I feel this current cast of New Jersey is so strong. Everyone's got oh, their own so things good. going on. There's no, there's nobody being carried, if that makes sense, which makes me very excited for season 11. Yes, no one is. I think we have an amazing cast. Truthfully, we do all like each other we could fight but i don't have disdain true disdain for anybody Mm -hmm. the person who i don't get along with anymore obviously the the famous ponytail pull yeah Uh, she needs her title title, the original granny the og the killer of candles the uh, owner of a husband in a pool yes yes the owner of the husband in a pool i mean granted she did she did she got me from behind but that was it. But that was the only person. And I don't even have to stay for her. I kind of feel sorry for her. But she was, listen, she was great for TD while yeah. it lasted, but she became very unhinged. It must have been very strange, though, because, like, you two kind of hit it off at the start. Like, you were yes, actually. I, you know, I really liked her. Yeah. I cared for her. But that's what it She was like, I couldn't understand. She had, like, a twist. She's the type of person you can't be upfront with. She likes a smoke blower. Yeah. You look beautiful. You look this. She likes you to lie to her her face i'm not that person no so as soon as i couldn't smoke blow anymore it didn't work for her yeah she's narcissist yeah total narcissist start making it was it was classic but you know her marty only lived um not even a half a mile from my Mm. house my same town they moved she moved to be near me wow wow i mean talk about single white people yeah i mean that's crazy (laughs) (laughs) and it was insane but when they finally, he finally sold the house during the pandemic uh, in the summer and she was, she, um, she had to leave. I almost felt sorry for her because I don't even know where she went, but she was like, I'm buying the house. I'm doing this. I'm getting ready. Yeah. You know, she believes her own line of shit. Yeah. She but would I just constantly make up stories. People like that kind of have to buy their own shit because it's like, it's the only way I think they can kind of get through life. It's like just by believing your own bullshit, really. Yeah, but the truth is, she was convincing to some people. Like, yeah. Teresa, Teresa's like, she's buying the house, hon. She's not. No, she's not. She's yeah. a chronic, you know, she's pathological. And do you think, stuff. do you think Teresa was, was buying into it, or do you think she was just, like, TV buying into it for storyline? Um, I think at first, Teresa kind of believed it. She goes, hon, she said it. She said, I was like, oh, come on, Teresa. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when even when Teresa said, you know, to Danielle to pull my hair, I know Teresa did was shocking. Believe like, me, we were all shocked. Even production was shocked. Yeah, they didn't look at that footage at that point until Danielle said it, and that's wow. a fact. Mm-hmm. And that's why Teresa was so upset. But Teresa, and she still says it to me, Jake. She would never think that she would come drag me mm. across. She thought it was gonna be like a little schoolgirl thing. Yeah, like pull the hair and yeah, done. Mm-hmm. yes. And you were speaking about Marty there and that's one of the reasons that I think people love like Jersey, New Jersey is because all the husbands like it's that's a different uh, like kind of dimension that you don't see in the other franchises. Like I love all the house husbands. Like we love Joe. Yeah, we We love love Joe. Joe. Oh, yes, he's he's a great adorable house husbands on our show are amazing. They really they 
they're so part of our story mm-hmm. and they're always with us. We all have great marriages, um, even though there's always drama, you know, <laughs> so like but they're real, they're real characters. They're big yeah. personalities. We're the only franchise that really has that, which is great. Oh, I love them. I can't get enough. I'm like, they just totally Thank make you. it for me. Um, recently, actually, I don't know. There's a place actually over here. It was um, I saw an advert came on TV and it said Housewives of Jersey starting this. And I was like, the new the New Jersey Housewives are back. We have a place over just on the uh, coast of the UK called Jersey. Have, do you know? Have you ever heard of that? Uh, yes. By the way, the funny part is my mother, Mark Senior, goes, what yeah. the hell is this? Yes. What are they casting a new show? You know, Mark Senior, internet star. I was like, Mark Senior, I think that's in the UK. Oh, yeah. Like, so I I tuned in. I thought it was going to be like the New Jersey. And I say it couldn't be Jersey because Jersey's like this weird little kind of like tax haven off the coast of the UK. Turns out it was a, a different franchise, but it was so boring. Like, it was literally, oh, no, it could. really wasn't boring. I can say it. It was so boring. Yeah, like compared to like I was gearing up for something like New Jersey, it was like it was not. It was not New Jersey at all. I can't believe it. Yeah, shocking. Shocking. It is shocking. Lexi, who works with me, you know, she's from um, outside of Manchester. Oh wow! No way. Okay, but she's lost, and she came here. So her uh, accent is half New Jersey, half from Manchester. It comes out. (laughs) That's and and it's yeah, and it's so funny. We always we always laugh about it, but we always say, you know, she always shows me stuff. The Scouse brow. Oh yeah. Oh, it's literally and like it's like a different planet over here. Like it literally is. Um, and actually, that leads me to: Do you ever hear about some of the international franchises, or have you ever seen any of them? Yes, yes, of course. Um, which one, Ladies of London? Uh, yeah, Ladies, Ladies of London. London. That was with Bravo, I think. That wasn't. It? I think that was. That Bravo. was with Bravo. Yeah. Yes. What are the shows? Um, tell me some of the other shows. Oh, we love Maybe. Melbourne. Like, Melbourne is. Oh, Melbourne mm, was oh, good. So Gina good. Delano, the hair, yes. the makeup, yeah. the lashes. Yes, you have, you have, we like the big over the top. And they actually did, um, they did Dublin Wives from Ireland. They did that year. They, they did? Well, see, they tried to pull a fast one and they called it the Dublin Housewives. But Bravo, uh, Bravo took legal action and kind of shut them down. Yeah. So it's kind of ah. iconic over here because it was like, it was, it was one season, Margaret. It was so bad. Like in a really <laughs> iconic. And we can say that because yeah. we're Irish and we um, know yeah, some yeah. of the girls. Like, <laughs> Dublin is too small and Irish people are so kind of like chill to try and be like something like that in this small town. It's just, it's never going to fly. But the episodes were so, I, th- th- people still talk about it to this day, but I think Bravo tried legal action. <laughs> so they had to be called <laughs> the Dublin oh, Wives. God. Bravo, yeah. But, yeah, but the housewives, I mean, but I really, I have to come there. Yeah. I, we, oh, you I would love it. Have, you do. I yeah. would so love it. Yes. Yeah. We'd have such a good time. And you know, when the OC wives came, uh, they had their tri- their cast trip to Ireland. They came to Dublin and I just felt like this is not the right bunch for Ireland. Like it wasn't the I right. I can see the New Jersey girls. Yeah, there, the New Jersey girls were like. The Jersey girls yes. need a trip to Ireland. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Are you, what other franchises do you guys watch? Every single one we of them. them all. Oh my! Like we do. Uh, so what do you think? Okay, let's talk about what do you think about C this year. Um, I I enjoyed it. I don't know. I'm going to yeah. be honest. I don't feel like any of those girls really have strong relationships, and that was the problem. Yeah. But like from what we're hearing, there's a reboot. But mm. there's one or two really key players that I would love to st- like see staying part of that. But I miss Tamra. Yeah. I really miss. I Tamra. know. Mm. I know. I know. I would love to see Tamra come back. Yeah. I'm friendly with her. I would love to see her come back. I there's think certain- the reunion. I think was the best part of the whole season. I agree. Yeah. My one of my favorite, you know, there's a few favorite lines uh, for me. You're the worst lesbian ever. Yeah. <laughs> I thought 
was cut very funny. Very good. You know what I mean? It's just like, just the way she said it, Elizabeth, like that she was stronger in the reunion than she was the whole season. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And then when, and then when Bronwyn said, if your vagina smells like tuna, you better get to the doctor. <laughs> Fair. I thought that was very, very funny. You, you know, there were some good lines. I thought Kelly was very offensive at the reunion. Like it, at moments, it was insane. Like there was just moments where you're kind of looking at the TV, like, like is this actually? I know, me too. I was like, oh my god, wait, we have to talk Salt Lake City. I know, I'm going. Oh yeah, no, no, keep going because yeah, uh, really okay, love. we're we're hooked in. Mary Crosby is an enigma. We can't figure her out. We're mm. obsessed. We want more and more. And more I am Mary. too. By the way, I love Mary. Some people mm, yeah. love her. I'm like, I love her. Come too. on, people. And, she is amazing because she is who she is. Yeah. And Meredith Marks and her commitment to the bootleg um, trouser yeah. is uh, impressive. But also just, she's so chill. It's like she's just woken yes. up from a nap every single yeah. moment of her life. I say that too. I'm like, she, she has been with you. No, she is amazing. I love her. I love Meredith Marks. I think she's great. I, everybody here loves Heather Gay. Oh, like same here. Uh, all, all the Heather gays Gay. love Heather Gay because she's so relatable. Yeah. So relatable, so fun, she's good time real. gal. Yeah, she's a good time. She's yeah. fun. She's great. Jen Shot, I mean, she tries a little too hard. It's nuts, but it's one of those things that that's like, great for TV. It's great TV, but that's only gonna go so far. People are gonna kinda go, yeah. okay, now enough of that. So that could go either way. But Margaret, one thing that I always want to know, I always think this about her, like, you know, just actually about like the, the makings and how it kind of rolls. And some people say like, oh, you know, it's scripted. It's this, it's that. Like it is real as, like as such, isn't it? It's not scripted. It's not scripted. Saying it right this very second is not scripted. When I first got on the show, I'd said to my family, I was flying to Boca, which you saw the cake thing. That was my first trip. I had filmed like one thing for... I go, this has to be scripted. So there's no way I'm going to fight with these girls. It is not scripted. No, like I'm like, you know, any anti-mask or, or any people, I'm just like, it's not scripted. Like I'm such a housewife defender to make people yes. know that it's so real. I'm like real, you know, it's like my religion. I'm like, no, standing up to yes. Um, And one other thing that I'd love to know is, do you ever have times, you know, when you're mic'd and you're mic'd up yes. and you kind of like, you obviously forget that you're wearing the mic. Because yes. times when you, All the time. you say something, that is the one thing that would kill me because you, you know you're going to say something shady. No, by the way, I forget. I pee with it on. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, I pee with the mic on. You, it's, it's very common and that's how they pick up stuff. Yeah. That's how they, that's how, yes, it's very common to forget that you have the mic on. I mean, that's terrifying. That's I mean, what's, it yeah. is terrifying. It is terrifying. Margaret, we so appreciate you taking yeah. this time to chat with us. Before you go, I want to just say everyone needs to go on and look at the Macbeth collection.com. She has absolutely everything. There's links to all over the world where you can find her stockists. Uh, check out Margaret's podcast. It is called Caviar Dreams. The brand new book, Caviar Dreams, Tuna Fish Budget, is out on April 13th. And you can find her on Insta at The Real Margaret Josephs or Twitter at Margaret Josephs. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I can't wait to meet you guys in person. Oh, my gosh. Don't oh. We get too excited, Come Margaret. <laughs> Thank you so what much. Are you gonna, what? I know. I can't wait. Okay, we're going to cut that there, you guys. That was uh, the start of our interview with Real Housewives of New Jersey's Margaret Joseph. Uh, absolute darling. We loved her. And if you'd like to hear more from that interview, you can head over to our Patreon right now for our bonus episode, which has even more of our chat together, plus a whole lot more. But now it's everybody's favourite time of the month, of the week. It's... Rotter of the Week On Fuzzy Little Things 
Right, it's been a while. We haven't done any rudders in a long, long time. I know our lists are bulging, but we're not going to divulge them all today. Uh, Davina, what is your rudder of the week? Oh my god, I, there there cannot be just one. Okay, there just cannot. Okay. There cannot be just one. Because, Give me two because it's been a while. A while. Yeah, and it's been brewing, and there's so many. I'm like just looking at my list here, and I'm like, okay, which am I going to like get out now? <laughs> <laughs> There is so many. Um, Okay, so this one was actually uh, given to me by a friend of mine, but actually it really rots me as well for lots of different reasons. And it's, you know, when people are in a a coffee shop or they're, say, like, well, obviously not now, they're not in a coffee shop, but if they're ordering a coffee, say, for example. Okay. And they'd be like, um, hi, you're like walking around, they're like, oh yeah, look at this, Mary, look at this. And they'd be like, yeah, I'm going to buy my coffee now. Can I get a tall white, yeah, and a croissant? Oh, <laughs> just how they say the word croissant? All of a sudden, the accent comes out, and they're like, speaking a la Francais. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And it's like, oh, oh, are you, you're multilingual now, are you? Yeah. But you're like, clearly, they're not multilingual. <laughs> and they're just putting on their airs and graces. Or be like someone who said, what's for dinner? Yes, I'm just going to rustle up a beef bourguignon. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, or what's for, what's for that? Uh, creme brulee. You know, and you're like, like, it's fucking beef bourguignon like like did you do a rosetta stone at the weekend yeah. like what is going on yeah it does it's so notions it's yeah. notions and it's hilarious but yeah it's it rots me so basically see you hilaria baldwin watch your back because davina has you on her rotter list yeah like turning it on and off gas <laughs> okay my uh first rotter of the week then will be dodgy temperature checks okay Be- oh. <laughs> because myself and Davina did a COVID friendly uh, gig in an actual TV studio very recently and uh, we both arrived in full drag now anyone who's not been in drag knows that you get a bit troppy and troppy means very warm I had a corset on I had about six wigs on my head uh, a very warm costume all the layers I arrived and my temperature was 0.3 over 37 degrees which for anyone that knows is too high right so i'm there and i'm like oh god after all of the preparation we'd put into this gig are we going to be allowed in then davina comes out with our one woman show of comedy act you can take it from here d <laughs> with well the guy was kind of a little bit of all right so i thought i was like well bear in mind i hadn't seen a man in a, in a few weeks so i thought <laughs> this is my opportunity and he he was taking it really seriously and i was kind of saying i was like ah she's she's padded up and everything like she... <laughs> look at her look at her in her, in her garb there <laughs> yeah i was like she's padded up i was like like just and kind of basically just ah go on let her in and he was like oh no and it wasn't even like you were like like highly over no i was 0.3 now earlier that day we'd been in for a whole um like rehearsal and i mm. was 35.9 so it was clearly my pads and all that jazz yeah so what did you say to him so uh, while he was like saying oh we're just uh, he's like let it cool down for a second and i just said <laughs> i said measure these <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and i shook my titties out of <laughs> Take a temperature check of these bad boys. Oh, um, I actually, I think everything got it. And he just laughed like it was actually just ridiculous. Yeah. But I was just, I was thinking, right, if we just throw the comedy on, we'll get through this. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Then, I, then he was, he's like, I'm going to have to call the boss. I'm going to have to call the boss and, and see what happens. So and when he went on. sweat more, like, to be honest. You were looking at me yeah. and then he was looking at me and I was like, I was like, okay. I know. <sighs> I could, I 
I could feel you. So, and I know what you get like. And so I was like, uh, when he, as soon as he went out of your shot, I said, go ahead, so I can get, go ahead, so I can cool down now. <laughs> <laughs> Which I knew it was just like the, the rush of getting there. You yeah. were grand. Yeah, it was totally grand. Fine. But anyway, then he went and got the second temperature, uh, like a backup temperature checker. And I was fine. But for that five minutes, I was sweating, literally, that we weren't going to get to go in. It was hilarious. Hilarious. Okay, what's your next writer of the week? Uh, my second one is people who sing along to things really loud in public. You know, like if there's a song on the radio or say like if you're in a taxi or um, you're in a shop and there's something playing and somebody sings along like they're trying to win a fucking Grammy. Did yeah. you ever hear it? Yeah. And they're like, uh, like, and you're just like clearly singing for everyone's benefit around you. And yeah. you're like, thinking that they are like Celine Dion and just like, no, please zip it. And a lot of people now, I don't know if you've noticed, a lot of people are singing out loud in the streets because they have their masks on. Have you noticed that? <laughs> no. Yeah, well, it's just, it's very, very annoying. So if you're singing along like you think you're about to win a Grammy, chances are you're not even nominated. I can't react to this. <laughs> oh my God, because... um it is Valentine's this week, and in the spirit of, of sharing, the person that I'm seeing sings very loud. Very, very loud. And if I say anything, he's going to be like, you told Davina to say this. That's why that's her writer Oh, my week. God. Oh, I'm so glad I said that then this week. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not it, bitch. Valentine's is ruined. Davina Divine ruined it. It's actually very rude to be singing like that in public. Nobody wants to hear you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no comment. Uh, okay, my next roar of the week. Okay, okay, this is a bit of a reach, okay? There's a, a lot of thirst trapping going on in New Directions um, with drag. And I've noticed in particular, like, some drag queens, the only way they can get a bit of attention is literally to be boy thirst traps. <gasps> Why? Oh my god! Why are you saying I this? have that written down on my list. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm like, I'm like, okay, yes, I did my first TikTok t- style thing this week, but I'm not talking about that kind of stuff. I'm talking about whipping your top off, waggling your ass in front of the camera, and it's the only way that people will interact with you. But if it's just normal drag stuff, like obviously no one seems to give a fuck. So mm. that's starting to really rot me. I'm like, you're a drag queen. Go do that on another page. This is for drag content. Yeah, I, do, I have written down thirsty drag queens with mask posts. <laughs> That's oh. I, have. I have that down because I've noticed that as well. And I think it must be a thing that's just happening a lot on social media. Look, I don't care what people post. It's up to, like, it's not about that, but it's the, the tone of it that yeah. just it rots me. It it's makes me eye roll. I'm like, girl, get a grip. Listen, like, people need to let go of this, like, holding on for masculinity thing as well. I blame the dating apps. I get it. Gays are fucking vicious, but also, like, whatever. Like, next week we're going to see you up, like, doing your thing to Ariana, like. Yeah, either way. Mm, exactly. I'm curious to see who you were talking about, because I know who I was talking about. Uh, I don't know who, I don't know who I was talking about, because these, I this list is going back a long, this is going back since, okay, <laughs> since, we, since we took a break, so <laughs> it could be anyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was our Rotters of the Week. If you ended up on the list, watch your back, because we and our listeners are coming after you. Rotter. So that concludes our first episode of season three. We are back and back with a bang. It's so nice to be back. And thank you for all the messages throughout the last month looking for us to come back. So it's nice to be welcomed. Yeah, 
I absolutely was dying to talk some shit with you. Uh, please interact with us. Leave us a mm-hmm. review wherever you listen to your podcast, especially on Apple, because we get to see them and we absolutely cackle when we see them. Uh, and also a reminder, we have our new Patreon, Davina. Yes, we've just launched our Patreon. We're just kind of finding our feet with our Patreon, so bear with us. Yeah, uh, We've lots of extra content and things like that, so head over to our site and check out all the different options. There'll be extra interviews and totally. some video content and things like that. Because mm-hmm, we do this uh, podcast completely for fun. We are not making money off it, but yes. we would like to make it even better. Uh, we have lots of ideas, but uh, if you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so by visiting our Patreon. And that's it. That's the end of episode one yeah so until next time stay Stay petty What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.